0: Chishon, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Well, it, it, and again, we got a big basketball week to to uh, to talk about here. But how about J. Cole? Speaking of basketball, making his debut, three points, as a professional rebounds. basketball player, <laughs> key key. basketball <laughs> yeah, Africa that, league, that's good. right? Made his debut on it's Sunday. Profe- it's
1: professional basketball. Give him no, credit. No, to-
2: just the, the little smirk on your face, though. It was a slight smile. I don't know how. Just like. Whatever, man, because you like three points, three rebounds. I'm like, I'm just giving him love, man. That's yeah. cool. J. Well, Cole, you know. It's all promotion for the album, but obviously the album's on
0: fire. Naturally. If you could, yeah, exactly. Off season. You really
1: need to play basketball to promote the album. But here, he can really hoop, well, though. He loves it. He loves he can, to no, it. No, he can really. I'm yeah. uh, I understand.
0: I ball with him.
2: I've seen him at Chris Brickley's gym up in New York. He can really hoop, though, Keith. I understand. I get it. Okay.
1: You no, know, I'm not saying he couldn't hoop, but I'm saying. Did he need to hoop to promote his album? Because he J. Cole. You don't need to hoop to promote it. It's going to promote itself. It's just in his right? DNA,
2: though. We've seen a lot of entertainers
0: hoop that shouldn't be hooping. Let's be honest. He can hoop.
1: No, I see and a he, That's a hooper saying. Walk, he can hoop.
0: Yeah, I no, wanted he, to walk he, on he, to St. John's. Like you could, like it's somebody that, first of all, loves the game enough to yes. play it. At 36 years old, it's not like easy He can play, do. though. No, he can yeah.
2: actually
1: play basketball, which is a huge difference. He's not one of the dudes that show up in the gym and you think twice. It's like, okay, we need – we got okay. Come on. Like I've yeah. like
2: had Usher on my team playing ball. I'm like Usher, stop. Give me the ball. <laughs> you really going to put like, it, I love it No, Can that's, what it out do. There? that's my dude. That's my guy. But put it out like, there like that. Like you're doing all these dance moves with the ball. Stop. Right. No, like get, give it, it to me. Why would you even
1: pick him up? Though. I did. That's he
2: picked me up. I was right. on his. Team. He's like, I got Jay. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm but then he's like, he like, you can't one. wave me off. You can't sit, do that. I'm
0: going to sit this one off. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The minute he steps on, like, i got to get some water. I'm, no, I'm I'll get just, you guys next. <laughs> I, I'm tired, man. I'm going to let this rest up. I'm going to get the next one, dog. But like, J.
2: Cole can ball. You know what? Chris Brown can ball. Chris Brown can really hoop. Like, guy, yeah, there's certain lot, guys guy, that.
1: A lot of guys, though, just Chris Brown sighs alone in the way that he walks. You could tell tell me, athlete, yeah, yeah I can tell. I'm like, okay, he played in junior high, he played in high school. You know, he got a foundation. Yeah, that, really, it's the
0: foundation. As long as you like, you watch somebody play, you can tell. Like, there's something there. You definitely were taught yeah, I at ain't some like point. Jay, though I'm
1: not gonna call out a whole bunch of people, but <laughs> what I'm just being real.
0: That's my dude. No, I'm
1: talking about dudes that can't play. Oh, I, I'm I, like,
0: what I? Well, next time they're in the jail, it's shoot, some. We just
1: it's
2: some, though. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah. but, you know, you can't tell nobody nothing.
2: I'm just like, go on, man. Do your like money. I know you made $20 million last year. Just pass that rock over here, though,
0: dog. Let me do this. I just love the uh, the Prince story is always the best story oh, that Charlie Murphy tells about how he can ball. Like, that's one of the funniest things. He's so small, but you figure, all right, if he can ball, then, then I'd love to have been able to see something like that. But we will get to see uh, the culmination now of an NBA season that ended yesterday, and it was, we went into the day yesterday, guys. 17 of the 20 seeds were not set going into the final day of the season. Yes, so before we, I even we saw break your
2: down, text at 5.55 in the morning. I was very on excited
0: yesterday. It was a very exciting day <laughs> for, for me. Is Alan yesterday. Te- it's 6
2: a.m. on a Saturday.
0: We mm-hmm. get it. No Sunday, one, actually. No, Sunday. No one
2: cares. That's what I told
1: him.
0: <laughs> not no one. I do. <laughs> well, I care. And that's all that matters. <laughs> I don't care. It's one, one guy that two cares. Two o'clock in the me.
1: afternoon or something. Man, <laughs> yeah, come on, what? man. Stop.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to care when the Lakers and Warriors meet on Wednesday night. In this, in a, in a seven-eight game, that is, you know, again, win and you move on to the 7th seed. Lose and you got to play. You got to win one to get at least the eighth seed. So that's what's exciting about what's coming up. But, but they still, got just one MVP. But, but we'll get into that too. But let me just ask you guys, just in general, though, did, did this for the NBA the seven ten, which has been debated whether it's a good idea, not a good idea. LeBron once said that whoever came up with it should be fired. Mark Cuban <laughs> was against it as well. Seeing what came of yesterday and how everything had to still be decided, and now what we have coming up in these games this week, was this a success for the NBA?
1: I think it was. I, I enjoyed watching teams at the very end have an opportunity to get into the playoffs or get a certain seating. I thought it was great being able to just see guys excited about the opportunities and the possibilities. Plus, you get one game – of a great seeding like the Lakers and the Warriors. Like that's – like you would take that if one – let's say, for instance, the Lakers were the first seed and uh, what would they be? They would be in, – and in the sixth seed would be Golden State. You would be all like jacked up to see that. So why not be jacked up to see the play-in?
0: Absolutely, especially because you know it's it's single – well, it's not single elimination in that case, in the 7-8. So at yeah, least whoever loses – see, I, that's, that's where the NBA wins. Because if Curry or LeBron you lose that game – You still play another game. You got another game out well, of one of Well, the Lakers them. ain't
2: exactly. going to need to play another game. We, well, we shall see. I, I I love it. And also, I love it because it also – there are parts of it that infuriate me. It's a love-hate relationship. So which means, as a fan, it's great for the game. Yeah, Because then there's strategy involved. And we came off a conversation about load managing, and then you have a team that decides to load manage the last two games to avoid another team, which we'll dive a little
0: little bit deeper into uh, throughout the beginning of our show. We we certainly will do that. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. Again, 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 for you to be part of the conversation. But let's give you the schedule for the week. All right, you have – Now, it's set. So, the East, you will have the Hornets and the Pacers, 630. Uh, And, by the way, all games on ESPN Radio this week in the 710 playoffs. So, that's fantastic as well. So, again, Hornets, Pacers, 630. That'll be on Tuesday. Then the second game, how about this? The Wizards. Washington Wizards versus the Boston Celtics. That's your 7-8. The Wizards got all the way into the 7-8. Amazing. That's a 9 o'clock start, by the way. Wednesday on ESPN TV and ESPN Radio. Spurs and the Grizzlies. That's 7-30. And then the Lakers host the Warriors. LeBron, Steph Curry, AD. That's 10 o'clock. Again, ESPN TV, ESPN Radio. Then the winner of the East Games. Uh, of the winner of game. No, no. That shouldn't be the right thing at all. It's the – no, that's right. Yes, the winner of game one of what I said, that the, the Hornets Pacers play the loser of the Wizards Celtics yes. for the eighth seed, and then the same thing happens on Friday. So a whole week of basically elimination basketball to set us up for the postseason. But as we talk about the seedings, guys, and what, what Jay, you referenced, so let's get to it. The Bucks decided they wanted to win on Saturday <laughs> night. They play the Heat. They could have laid down and said, we don't want to play the Heat in the first round. We know what the Heat are about. They knocked us out last year, and they've been playing really well. So they could have laid down that game and avoided playing the Heat in the first round. Instead, they won that game and won it going away, and they will now face the Heat in the first round. See, I love that, especially for a team that beat them 4-1 last year in the playoffs.
2: No, I'm not going to avoid you. I'm going to come right at you, and I'm going to show you that we are better than what we were last year, and we're going to go through you. But that the, says something about well, the Bucs. Meanwhile, the Clippers. I hear you, but it says something about the Bucs because it, it could have been easily avoided.
1: Yeah, but they needed to, they needed to play against him and play their best ball so that they could send a message to them based on what
0: happened last year. That's what year. you would think. Mm-hmm. But the Clippers went the other way. The Clippers decided. The Clippers had two games against the bottom feeders in the West, the Rockets and the Thunder. They lost them both. And by doing that, it ensured them. Even though the Lakers didn't get to the sixth seed, we didn't know until Sunday night if they yeah. would or would not. So the Clippers decided this weekend, we're going to make sure we don't deal with the Lakers at all in case it was abysmal. You know, we would have to face it them. It was
2: abysmal. It was horrible. I was here Friday night, late night, doing NBA countdown, and we're all sitting there, me, Jalen Woj. I'm not speaking for them. They can say their own. They have a microphone to them as well. And we're all just like, to the Rockets, man? Hmm. Like that, That's what we're doing right now? We're, we're doing this to the Rockets? And then to follow that up, we're doing it to OKC? Has anybody watched OKC this year? I mean, they already have 30,000 first-round picks from now until the year 2038. (laughs) And they're still tanking. They're still doing that. But that's what we're doing, Clippers. We're losing to the Rockets and to OKC to solidify a spot that we don't have to play the Lakers at the sixth seed. If we get the three seed, that's what we're – wow. Like, what is that – I get the strategy it fell behind to the it. Fourth
0: seed, the Clippers fell to the
2: fourth seed. They will play the Mavericks instead. I get the strategy behind it. I understand that from a basketball, you know, purist. I, I see that. That's a better matchup for you. Understand that. But wow, that if I'm the Lakers or if I'm, I'm that's y'all running away from us mm-hmm. like that, huh? You guys are really running away from us like that. What does that say about your team? Again, like, you know, I don't want to hear any of this talk. Like, whoa, it wasn't planned. Dude. We did. Stop it. Right.
0: Like. I, don't hit me with they all that political so jargon. They were playing so well down the stretch, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, pull the plug. There we go. All right, guys, and that's sit that's on the, that.
2: And
1: that's the reason why I always tell y'all, the Clippers are the Clippers. <laughs> it's just that it, they are who they are. They, it's not going to be Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. They getting ready to take them to the championship. The Clippers are the Clippers, man.
0: You're just not buying it. The, I mean, that's that's is, just who they are. Is that they, an example, though? They're
1: running from the Lakers, and there's you would think, that they would step up and be like, I don't care
0: who we play. Yeah, like
1: LeBron has said, I don't. We're in it,
0: but we don't you, really care. Wouldn't I'm, you argue? Wouldn't you argue this? How if, we? Get if I there, want the there. Lakers, I want them now, not later when they get doesn't, into a rhythm and get it, all right. If they like, get, going, I want them now. To meet them in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, so that's when they would matter, meet. No,
1: doesn't matter when we play them. Just, just get it on. It could be now. It could be tomorrow. It could be the next. You're thing. gonna it's have just, to beat them eventually, right? The strategy could
2: work. I mean, the strategy could work if they're obviously going against Dallas and then they face. Probably Utah, right, to get there. It can work. I'm not saying it can't work. I'm not saying the Clippers can't come out of the West. Yeah. So I'm just though. saying how you go about it matters to me. And if you're watching it, you're like, damn. I think
1: the Clippers are trying to get out of the second round, man. That's all. Damn. Wow! But well, they they ain't never got out the second round. You're right. So eight at
0: eight say ESPN. Right. In- they right. never played three, seven, seven, in a Western six.
1: Conference final.
0: Is the seven ten and what you saw going into the final day of the regular season? Do you think it worked for the NBA? That's uh, part of the conversation. We obviously have a lot more to get to on the NBA. Steph Curry, by the way, forty six points against Chef the Grizzlies <laughs> to clinch his second scoring title and got the Wizards to the eighth seed in the West. Curry's overnight delivery. Delivery brought to you by USPS. Business is changing and USPS is changing it, changing with it. Find out how at USPS.com slash The United States Postal Service, Priority U. So Matt Nagy is going to do what's best for the Bears, mm-hmm. for the organization, really. But what's best for the Bears might not be what's best for Matt Nagy. That we will discuss next. KJZ, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
1: I would put Fields in there as soon as he's ready to go. This isn't Jacksonville. This is a playoff team. So to take a young quarterback that has the ability to do some things, and I wouldn't mind starting him immediately. This is Keyshawn J. Will and
2: Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Are the story in the NFL as they normally are, but especially in Chicago, this is the story. And after Justin Fields, who the Bears moved up in the draft to select, had himself a, a nice little rookie camp, impressed some people, and now it becomes the question that will be asked over and over and over again. That maybe the Bears are just trying to squelch. You guys tell me. Here's Matt Nagy. This will be Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here's Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach, basically trying to put a stop to what you know will be the perpetual question about the quarterback situation.
3: Andy is the starter. Andy's going to get the one reps. When you go up to draft the quarterback, um, like Justin, everyone's very excited and, and they want to know when, when, when. And And trust me, we all understand that. But... We need to make sure that whatever that plan is that we put together, that it's the best thing for, for the Chicago Bears.
0: So that's straight talk about Joe Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So the decision will be based on what's best for the Bears. Is that, is that to me – I'll say this, Key. He has to say this. He's probably trying to take the pressure off fields, probably also trying to not let this become uh, – every time you talk to the media, it's the question over and over again – He's trying to just say, no, this is my guy. You go with the vet for now, and you let the young player earn his way up. But are we buying this, or do you still think that that change could come pretty quickly?
1: Well, first of all, it's rookie mini camp, So it's like it's not – it's May. Come August, the conversation will be different.
0: How different? Andy,
1: Andy Dalton should be the starter today, and he should be the starter tomorrow at the beginning of training camp. First couple days, Andy Dalton will take some reps with the first unit. And then all of a sudden, they'll start to share reps. And the closer they get to regular season, he'll slightly start to take less reps. And Fields will take more reps. That's just, that's what it is. So I wouldn't buy into, or I wouldn't freak out because, He's saying the things that he's saying in his press conference about yeah. the quarterback position. I wouldn't freak out if I was Chicago Bear fan. I,
0: I think I think that's the point, right? It's that it's May, like you said, yeah. and this is if he says if he said now, oh no, no, it's a competition, well now that yeah, now it's that, that, that turns up the heat.
1: It's a whole thing now Andy Dalton's crew gets all mad and his agents talking anonymously right. and his, you know, all of those stuff. But I can tell you one thing. That Justin Fields in that uniform, walking mm-hmm. around, ooh, he look good. I just like the way he look. He looks feels like. feels right. He, he looks right, right. Mm. He looks like a quarterback. His body, just his whole physique, he just looked like he ready to go. I mean, I'm checking him out, though. I'm really looking at him and On labbing him. I'm right taking now. him to the lab. And look at that. He carries out the ball fake, puts the ball in the belly of the, of the running back, carries out the ball fake. I'm like, okay. That means that they're going to take some principles from Ohio State and insert them into his office. Just that little bit told me that. That little bit of nugget that I just saw. You're going to see some principles off that? From, oh, just off of that.
0: Just that little bit. Mm-hmm. Key observations. That's what he calls oh, I like it, that. by the way. Jay, you know Chicago well. And you, you know ahead how ahead. desperate they've mm-hmm. been for a quarterback. Th- he has to say this now because if he doesn't, you know the Chicago media, fan base, the desperation for Fields to be the one that they've been waiting for a long time it's going to be at an all-time high. Yep. So even from, from rookie camp to OTAs to when they open up training camp in the summer, all the intensity is going to be on this kid. Are they trying to protect him, or is Nagy trying to protect himself?
2: You see, I'm in Rocky Balboa training mode, training montage against Ivan Drago right now. Mm. I'm trying to stay disciplined because what happened to me yesterday is when Evan told me to sound, because obviously I've been locked into what's happening with NBA, yep. I started to get frustrated. Why, why do you even say anything? And I said, you know what? Calm down. Think this through. I don't care what Matt Nagy says anymore. I I, want to see the proof is in the pudding key. Who's the starter going to be when we get to the time that the season starts. And then I just don't want to see another situation that was last year. I don't want to see another Trubisky Nick Foles situation where a quarterback comes out. He does decently. Well, the team is doing well. It's like, you know what? I don't know if I like, I want to make a change. Like, I I just want to see there be. I think Justin Fields is going to get the spot to start off with, and I want to see consistency with the way. Give him the keys to the car. I think he's going to perform. I mean, obviously we will tell, but if he performs this offseason, give him the keys to the car, Key. Let him drive the car. Say the car is yours moving forward. If he wants ownership of it, let him have it. That's why you moved up in the draft to do so.
1: Well, as, as long as he does he's performing what he's supposed to do, he had a decent rookie minicab, which doesn't mean anything. But if he can make the throws that he made in rookie camp doing the OTAs and take care of business in the classroom and then get to training camp and make those splash plays that make the people that are watching go, hmm. Because when you talk about the defensive side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball has a heavy influence on who they play at quarterback. Guys like Khalil Mack and and Danny Trevathan and and, um, Robert Quinn – and some of the front-line guys, Font and those guys, as they're watching fields with the second unit, and he's making splash plays, I can promise you the defensive coordinator is looking at their response as well as the offensive coordinator and how they're looking at the situation. And it, it, it sounds weird because you would say, well, why does that have anything to do? Because they know that the offense, aside of the ball, is there to help the defense, and the defense doesn't have to feel all that pressure anymore when you got a guy who can make splash plays on the other side. Those dudes are sitting there kneeling down, watching practice and sitting there shaking their head and going, yeah, uh-huh, coach, that dude can play. And that kind of ensures the coaches that they're going to make the right decision.
0: Making the sounds that you make when you watch highlights, that kind of a thing yeah. that if, if you're if you're because inspiring the players, your teammates, that's a big well, deal. Well, the
1: players know what they see.
0: Yes, Especially you know good defensive head? players. Oh, they know yep. what they see. Now, now, Justin Fields saying all the right things, as, as he has been throughout this whole process. Of course he wants to be a starter. He, he's not a guy that's saying, well, i got to earn it. I know Zach Wilson said that, and there's no other quarterback on the roster. Justin <laughs> Fields said this, though. I think everybody on our team should be striving for a starting job, and if you're not, there's no reason for you to be here. Uh, he said, of course. I'm going to do everything that I can to get that starting job. Yeah. So he's ready for the competition. Air. Yeah. Right? And that's really what matters. He's ready for it. He wants it. And now we'll see if he wins it. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's up to him though. And it's
2: no key. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna work hard, keep my head down, and push through. Like, okay, Saying that's why that's right why things. you came here. Yes,
0: work hard. That's why they keep my head up. down. Push through. That's why they traded up for you. Kobe Bryant went into the Hall of Fame this weekend, and something Vanessa Bryant said made us think. Uh, Does the Mamba mentality still exist in the NBA today? We'll discuss that after Key has this from Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help.
1: Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24 7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call 1 800 Granger. Click Granger.com or just stop by.
2: Kobe wanted to be the number one
1: basketball player ever. The most important thing is how your career moves and touches
3: those around you and how it carries forward to the next generation. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there
3: so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. loses it, walking the tightrope. Blake Griffin, dazzle, dazzle, do do oh, oh my next God! Level. <laughs>
2: Kevin DeBrant, All right, Christy, okay.
3: the rack attack, and one of the highlights of the year.
0: Man, was it ever! As you heard it on the S yes Network. Poor Cavs. Jay, what did you call? What did you call the Nets? They are a polished Rucker Park, mm. and they are also the number two seed in the Eastern Conference after a 123-109 win over the Cavaliers. They lock up the two seed in the East. The Bucks now are the three seed. Brooklyn faces the winner of Tuesday's Celtics-Wizards play-in game. And, of course, you can hear that on ESPN Radio. And for people who don't know where Rucker Park is, it's one of the best
2: probably across like, basketball, gaming, outside. It's the center of basketball. Yeah, it's center it's, of basketball in New York. It's the
0: centerpiece of basketball. The Lakers, by the way, locked into the seventh seed in the West. They'll play the Warriors in the play-in tournament, which you can also hear on ESPN Radio. In the West now, despite a 110-98 win over the Pelicans, the Lakers will finish seventh behind mm. Dallas and Portland on a tiebreaker. So the Lakers head into the play-in tournament, and they'll have the Warriors, as we mentioned, Wednesday night, ESPN TV and ESPN Radio. little FCS football action for you guys. Sam Houston State with the win. They, be- they defeated South Dakota State 23-21, win their first FCS championship in school history. Bearcats' third appearance in the title game. Yes, football in the spring.
1: These Dakota States really be good. Yeah, all the Dakotas. Yes, yeah. they know what they're doing.
0: Sports <laughs> Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to, get to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. He was just different from everybody else.
2: Kobe wanted to be the number
1: one basketball player ever, and he knew he was going to be great.
0: The most important thing is how
3: your career moves and touches those around you and how it carries forward to the next generation.
0: Now Hall of Famer, Kobe Bryant, after this weekend's ceremonies in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Keyshawn J. Wills-Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So, guys, as, as I was watching the ceremonies this weekend, really happy for our guy Mike Wilbon, Mike Breen as well uh, on the media side of things, but Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant. And his wife, his widow, Vanessa Bryant, gave the speech for him, and it was, as you would expect, it was pitch perfect. It was emotional. Uh, And it was wonderful to go down that memory lane one more time uh, regarding Kobe. And it's a shame, obviously, that he couldn't be here to see it. But, you know, in a way, he was. And his presence, as we talk about, on the game today, it's still – he has an impact on today's game. Many Mm -hmm. of the young players still reference him, uh, reference Mamba mentality, which became, you know, a a big part of – what he was about.
2: Mama Sita now with the way Vanessa has done that. Look what
0: his Bring that into on the, the WNBA women's
2: game. and the attention he's brought to that yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: no doubt, no doubt about that. It's something I, I teach my daughter, my six-year-old, who's becoming an athlete already at six, plays anything. And and I try to put that and still that in her as well. And it all comes from this. But it, it I want you guys, well, based off a conversation that we had on Friday about load management and discussing where the NBA is with that today – I want you to listen to a part of Vanessa Bryant's speech where she talks about Kobe and the drive he had to play for the fans.
2: People don't know this, but one of the reasons my husband played through injuries and pain was because he said he remembered being a little kid sitting in the nosebleeds with his dad to watch his favorite player play. Kobe didn't want to disappoint his fans, especially the ones in the 300 sections that saved up to watch him play. The kids with the same excitement he once had. I remember asking him why he couldn't just sit a game out because he was hurting. He said, what about the fans that saved up to watch me play just once? He never forgot about his fans. If he could help it, he would play every minute of every game. He loved you all so much.
0: If he could help it, he could play every minute of every game. That's because, obviously, he had a maniacal approach to the game, a passion. He loved the game. Mm -hmm. Can I point out something? Nikola Jokic, by the way who's an MVP candidate this season. 71 games. If he wins it, if he wins it, he'd be the only all-star this year that played the full schedule. He'd be the first MVP to not miss a single game since Kobe Bryant in 07-08. So that's that's a rarity in today's game now, as we've talked about, right? When you listen to that, I ask the question, we talk about mama mentality, a lot of players use it as a hashtag, but how many players left in the league have that is he a throwback? Is he an old-school player? Will we see players like him with that kind of approach, maniacal approach ever again?
1: Are we just talking about the load management side of it or the, mentality the total mentality? I think, I think all of it. Oh. Yeah, I think it so embodies if,
0: all of it. So,
2: Dame, Dame Well, if we're talking Dame, about right, the play. total
1: mentality, I would say there's a number of guys with the total mentality where Jay went and mentioned Dame. Kevin Durant's a killer. Dame's a great one. Obviously LeBron James, Steph Curry. I mean they're older players though.
0: You're talking about guys over thirty.
1: Well that's why I'm asking like that. They're from his
0: era. Those guys played with Kobe, right? So I am asking about Devin Booker playing sixty
2: seven games. He's not uh, but he's not a see I'm not looking at the game.
1: I'm not looking at the amount of games because everybody's games depending on when they play, injury, some things won't allow them to play, but the mentality the fiery mentality, the take control mentality, the you do it this way or else get the hell out of here mentality. Yeah. You probably got seven, eight guys in the NBA that's that way. I would think Jay
2: may say more. I got Dame, Westbrook, Steph, Giannis. CP3 is one of those. Jokic, Braun. I mean, KD. You got – you got a lot of guys that so, so still seven, have that same mentality. I'm sure I'm missing some names,
1: too. Is this so You got to have the, the, the mentality, the, the Mamba mentality, yes, playing every night, yes, that is correct. But having my foot on your throat is that's it. You got to have that mentality. And Kobe had that mentality. He He wouldn't, no matter what. You know, some guys, you go back to, Kobe's early years, the shots against Utah, some people's careers would be over. They would fold under that. They wouldn't know how to go back and rejuvenate and figure out, okay, I'm going to shake that off now. I'm going to go on a run that they've never seen before. Some guys break and fold under pressure. Mm-hmm. Jay knows this. They just crumble under that type of pressure. So you you are a young kid who is given a big responsibility in the NBA or professional sports in general, and you don't deliver, your career is pretty much over because you don't have the mentality to just say, you know what? Bump and, that. I'm getting ready to come and back. And doubters and, turn and naysayers
0: in. are quick to jump on you no matter Absolutely. how old you are.
2: Absolutely. I mean, but the, the thing that makes Kobe, I mean, Kobe has five chips, man. Like, it, it's um, it, even listening to Vanessa Bryant do her best to describe Kobe. It's, he's indescribable. He really is. If, if anybody's got a chance to spend time with him, and MJ is the same kind of way, where it, it's uh, it's maniacal. It's twenty four seven. Like I, I know a lot of guys who are hoopers. Why right? it's uh, it's re- there's a difference between a hooper and somebody that plays basketball. There's a lot of guys in the NBA that play basketball that make great money. There's not a lot of guys in the NBA who are hoopers. And hoopers know what I'm talking about. Kobe is a hooper. Yeah. Like, it's all the time. Nothing else matters.
1: Didn't care. I, I, and I smiled. I started laughing when Jay was talking. I used to be that way early on. I couldn't do it no more. I just couldn't. I'm glad you said that. I couldn't do it no yeah, more. I'm glad you said that. I was like. Because you can you know, have it, didn't have
0: it for just no, for I that couldn't, long. No, I couldn't do it no more, long. man.
1: I did it for probably about seven of my 11 years early on. nonstop, no matter what didn't isolate myself from the world wouldn't deal with people just costly took 2 weeks off season's over right back at the grind right back at the grind right back at the grind and i just i could do it no more man mm-hmm.
0: it broke me mm-hmm. I, you know it did it it broke me i just it can wear you out oh yeah, man that's, it, but that's what well, makes it so rare and and, and again what it also wears so
2: me- out the people around you too now because it, it takes a lot point. of patience right good it's just point. not you i mean it's about you right i mean it's about you all the time good like point. it's it, it's a uh, give and take part of the relationship yeah
1: it was it was it was football weightlifting running jumping jogging Mm -hmm. football weightlifting running jumping jogging film study film study film study film study study, you know all day long all day long all day it's an obsession all i did it's
0: an an obsession it's it's a it's something that you have to have an obsessive kind of personality probably be able to do it and and it's not
1: easy to do you can't teach it. it it's one of those deals uh alan even in college the reason i became the number one overall pick is because of that type of mentality Right. And when I was in school, I took care of the schoolwork, whatever it was. But the moment that that was over, I was in the coach's office, in the film room. Everybody else was out eating lunch or doing whatever. I'd take my lunch. I'd be right there. Then afterwards, go downstairs, lift weights, do whatever. Go to practice. After practice, come back in, lift weights, watch film. Yeah, Like I didn't – I felt like I didn't have a life. And then But I you said, did, though. But I did, right? but it
0: just was – You didn't have a life like a normal like – I would say normally in air quotes, but like regular people – Because you weren't regular. You weren't a typical person. You were different. But it wore
1: wore me out to the point of no return. But see, like for Kobe, it didn't wear him out. That's why he's different. Right. That's why everybody always says him and Michael are different. See, I I
2: would change that conversation. I I don't think it wore Kobe out. I think he just translated that energy to his family. Like, And I'm not saying that Kobe didn't have that energy towards his family before. But I feel like when basketball was gone, he took all that obsession, all that energy, all that focus that he had yeah. for basketball and put, boom, put that into all of his kids. I mean, people talked about it. We used to talk about it. When I saw about the Players' Tribune thing, it was like the whole conversation was, about. I was like, yo, that's incredible. Because what, what people don't talk about is as you're doing all that, I'm not saying you can't prioritize your family because you can. But what happens is your family is a little bit below your work and what you have to do, right? In the gym all the time, training. Oh, yeah. all right. yeah. So it's like, and that's hey, I can't, understand. I can't be at yep. my kid's game because mm-hmm. I got to go play this work I'm trying to be here, right? So like that's, the, I think that's why a lot of athletes looked at Kobe and was like, damn, like that's incredible. He went from like that to whoop. Now Gigi, my, my wife, Vanessa, my family. Like, that's incredible, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't just turn that switch. Like A lot of people become lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. When the career's over, it's like, I don't know what to do next. Yes. He, he was able to find that. And, and again, I don't want you to get me wrong. What I'm saying is, is that could, his, could, could that impact the future of the game because people see him as that example of how, like, what he was able to do with the work ethic. Because you know, Julius Randle tells a great story about how when he was a rookie with the Lakers, he would go with Kobe to, the, uh, to a gym. The minute they land somewhere, yeah. you find a high school gym, you get your shots up in the new city. Where most guys, you get your new city, what are you doing? Where are we going? Are we right? Going? Like, like it's always where are we about where we're we going. Yeah. Right. But for, for Kobe, it was, no, 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 you come to the g-. He said, come with me. You go to the gym. You get your shots up so you get your work in and then whatever you're going to do. And Julius said that recently he, was, he called, I think it was in Chicago, wherever it was, a high school gym that he went to with Kobe once, and I want to get some shots up. And the coach said, you know, we haven't seen anybody around here since Kobe. Mm. Like, nobody does it anymore. And for Julius, he felt like, okay, now i got to keep doing this now. is the example. And will that now impact the future of the NBA certainly is the question. And the guys that have it along with that generation, you named a lot of them, and you're absolutely right. So we asked it on Twitter, what current NBA players have the Mamba mentality? Curtis said Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook. Jimmy Butler, yeah. There's two guys that Jimmy never Butler, turned it off right. Sure. And how about what, what – really what Russ has done in the second half of the season, turning his whole season around, the outlook on him, everything like that, and the Wizards. Phil said also Jimmy Butler. It seems like a common theme. Ryan, Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell is a P. young Mitchell is another
2: one, yeah. I mean, we all remember what happened this year with Shaq when Shaq was like, I don't know if you can
0: get there. And Donovan's like – Okay. Oh, I can't. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it was a great response. Brian said LeBron. LeBron for sure. LeBron, yeah, LeBron has that approach sure. too. Yeah, 100 Christ. miles an hour.
2: LeBron, come on. I, I said it they the other day. Obsessed let's, with the not, let's, not, let's not forget that LeBron James sat up there on national TV when Kobe passed away and was like, I got it. Like that takes a lot of moxie to say. A lot of confidence in the way you go about the process of what you do. Think about the production of
1: Space Jams 2 when he was, you know, filming that they had to create a basketball situation for him to still be able to work and make sure that he was still getting his work in and not just concentrating on doing a movie. I mean, all of that sort of stuff hmm. is that mentality. That's the worth ethic
0: that you put in. Again, some people can't do it. It wears you out. It's a great story about Jordan, right? Doing Space Jam. Exactly, it wears you having, down. Exactly, having, he had to have run on, mm-hmm. the, on the set. Like what a great story that is. But that it just shows you again when people wonder, how, and I don't think it's just in sports. I don't think it's just in basketball. I think it's in any walk of life. The, the the those who are obsessed with what they're doing. It's it's like it it doesn't feel like work, right? And so that's what you become great that way. But you're also viewed a little different because you put so much into it. You don't know how to turn it off, right? I, I, but I think it's an example. That's
2: why I brought up. Well, also, Mama it's kind of like, it's like, have you guys ever seen Queen's Gambit? If you're saying it's a great movie about chess, yeah. right? And it's mm-hmm. about you know, strategy and planning. Like, there's also that, like all the stuff with Jordan and LeBron did too. Like, hey guys, come, come work out with me while we, while we film Space Jams. Because I want to see where all you guys are, yep. where your games are, who's been working on what, so I can process down the line how I can attack you. Like, it never stops, it's relentless.
0: Yeah. It's like LeBron saying that Curry should be an MVP right before he plays him. him. Here y'all go.
2: What do you mean? It's the mastermind. That's a mastermind move. You think
0: it's hate towards LeBron. You're wrong. I am fascinated by the way he does things. I think it's great. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance spoke to a team source who said the Packers
3: have engaged with Aaron Rodgers and his representatives and they will continue to try to do so. We want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that. We'll continue to work at it each and every day.
0: Oh, yes. On to the drama of the NFL and Aaron Rodgers and the quarterback conversation. Renegades! And, and to join us doing that, Diana Rossini joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Diana, good morning.
4: Hi guys, I love this conversation you're having. Just just about what it takes to be great and and just the the behavior that separates those that go on to be legends and, and those that are just average. And you know, I think Jay, you can speak to a key as well. You know, if when you play at a high level, I can I only went to division one level, I never played professionally, but I can even recall teammates of mine who were substantially better in every way because of those habits and those same women that I played with their professional lives now, they don't play soccer anymore. They apply that same technique, that same drive to what they do every day. Uh, and it, it's in your blood, it's in your genes. And, and, and they're almost a little mad, to be honest a little crazy, a little weird, a little strange. And I think they'd say that about me too, but for different reasons. So <laughs> uh, enjoying this conversation. And obviously, in the NFL, our version of, of that is Tom Brady. We know how nuts he is, mm-hmm. um, you know, and now we sit here and wait to see if Aaron Rodgers, who by the way, is trying the TB12 method. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but Peter King reported that he started to uh, try it out a little bit. So maybe everyone's seeing that Brady's got the answers to having a pretty long, successful career here.
0: So that's interesting. So so I guess the suggestion is then that Aaron Rodgers plans on playing a lot longer than maybe the maybe the Packers expected when they drafted Jordan Love. But is there, is there a latest on this situation other than, of course, uh, Matt LaFleur saying that no 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 we we want him on this team but it might not be up to them at this point
4: Yeah it was it was quite the desperate sound in his voice right it was just like man we we want him back uh, it's almost like he's speaking through the media too we know that they've had meetings in person and the the Packers organization is really trying to continue to repair the relationship and and we can get into all the money that perhaps could be thrown at him because guys the reality of this is if this was about money Green Bay would have redid his deal restructured it gave him tons of money for this upcoming season and kumbaya everybody's happy he's back playing but we know that this is layered there's so much more here and just don't know if Aaron Rodgers has the type of personality to forgive to really listen here and go this is worth it for me I think this is repairable Um, so the state of the Green Bay Packers right now here in mid-May is they are going to continue to try to get him to return continue to try to build and make it work until then, though, we see them signing other quarterbacks, which, you know, the headline is way sexier than the reality. You see it, you're like, oh, my gosh, they're moving on. You know, uh, obviously they're not. They need arms in camp. Um, and, look, you got to figure really good organizations always have plans. And and I, I don't know what their big game plan is going to be here, if they're going to ride it all on on, on Jordan Love here. Um, but, but it seems right now with Blake Bortles joining the team, they've got a little bit of – I can't believe I just said that, but Blake Bortles, the, 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 the veteran, uh, I just heard myself, uh, you know, the, the, the veteran quarterback there who, who's going to be able to, you know, maybe maybe get them through camp.
1: Yeah, you said that, and I felt we like all, I chewed on a lemonade or <laughs> something. We all made a
3: face. Uh, a <laughs>
1: lemon head or something, very, very sour. But, Diana, the two young quarterbacks had mini camp this week, Justin Fields and, and Trevor Lawrence. What are you hearing about how they performed? at those mini camps. All
4: right, so the, the, here, here's the story on the rookies this weekend. A- and this applies to the superstars, too. We're talking about our top draft picks. Key, okay, I had so many conversations with coaches and even some, some of the younger players about what camp was like. What did it look like? What did it feel like? And I was almost surprised how unimpressed coaches were in these rookies. In terms of their technique. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that some of these guys opted out, right? We know that because of COVID. Some of them didn't have spring football. Uh, Some of them had a shortened season. There's a million reasons why we know they've played less football. And look, it's mid-May. Every coach panics. They're not good enough yet, you know. But at the same time, I do think it's really interesting knowing today a lot of vets are showing up for skills and drills. The difference between them and the rookies may, pretty, may, may be quite substantial right now as they continue to acclimate. But I do think it's one of these kind of inside football stories that we got to keep an eye on in terms of the transition for a lot of these players that miss time. They're still great football players. But when you're talking to some of these defensive coordinators, these offensive coordinators, like I was talking to this weekend, who seemed almost irritated that they got to go back to a lot of basics with some of these guys, and they're not even really able to show them the things that they need to get to, because it's like, man, we're like reteaching this stuff. Because some of it's reflective of some of these programs, some of the college coaches, but also some of it is just missed time.
2: Dana. Every time I, I hear Urban Meyer, I'm like, what, what's going on now? If it's Tim Tebow, and now I, you know, over the weekend, Travis Etienne has been spending a lot of time at the wide receiver position, a lot of snaps in the first couple of days of rookie camp. Well, what do we make of that? What can we think about that?
4: Yeah, so, right, you have this. Running back that we've been talking about on TV for the last few weeks is he could have the most rushing yards as a rookie, and then Urban Meyer rolls him out as a receiver. And you know, uh, just talking to some people around the league about that too, because I initially thought it was a bigger deal than, than I think it, than it may actually be. Um, you know, Urban is 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 known for for using that H receiver. He, he he's known for using the guys in that role. He likes that, and the the idea of having a dual threat player works in an Urban Meyer offense and, and the players into it, coaches into it. I think this is just giving Trevor Lawrence m- more options and more weapons. Um, we'll see if this pans out to actually turn into a thing. Um, but, yeah, the, obviously the, the, the Tim Tebow story is really the one that's been shadowing this Jags practice, but obviously seeing them change their running back to, to perhaps play some receiver, and maybe we'll see some see some Tim Tebow at that quarterback position in that Taysom Hill role, which would make a lot of sense. Diane,
0: it's amazing. See, you made a face twice now. When you mentioned Tim Tebow, it's the second time you made that face. <laughs> it's that kind of offset. Season isn't it? Thanks so much for your time. As always, we'll talk to you. It's Tim uh, Yeah, I, I, I gotta,
4: I gotta do a favor for your listeners. I'm just gonna tweet a picture of me looking like I ate a lemon, there so they go. know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> driving into work. You guys have a great Monday.
0: All right, Diana Rossini <laughs> on the Good Year Hotline. So coming up, we get into how unhappy the MVP is. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN Two.